0: Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Makers Chat. I'm super excited to be here today with my good friend, Kristen Calhoun of She Paint Studios. Hi. I could- so to start us off if you don't mind just go ahead and tell our listeners you know who you are and and what you do in your business okay
1: i'm i'm an artist uh, furniture on canvas uh, mostly canvas nowadays and i'm a video creator i have a youtube channel and so i make videos of all those things and other things i talk a lot about adhd and um just women things in general because i can't help it and so but that's mostly what i do
2: yeah
0: You talk about the things that affect you and that absolutely makes sense. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how you got started as a furniture painter, because you haven't been painting furniture your whole adult life. Have you?
1: No, no, just about 10 years now. But, um, it was, I know a lot of women, I think say this, but it's started being married young. Um, I started by painting walls and, um, furniture and things but it was because I didn't mind if it didn't look you know with latex as you know I mean of course it can be done well but I also in a hurry ADHD not going to be like oh let me fix that little bump no it's gonna so um so I painted like our own furniture when once a friend that's an interior designer said uh, the first time I said I know I was trying to have her help me rearrange a room I was like can we just tell me where to put stuff I can't buy anything new but just and, um, and I said, okay, and I know this table, it's oak, it's from 1980, I know, it's outdated. And she said, you can paint it. And I remember going, I can? Because that, that, this was probably 19, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, I said, I can't, really? That's not like tacky? That's not, you know, whatever. I didn't care about it being the value, which don't get me started on that. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she said, yeah, paint it black. I've got paint, you can paint it black. And I was like, really? That would update it? And she goes, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay so you know i bought black paint i was like this is awesome so i did that for quite a while but i did a—I mean my business i did do um painting walls just interior walls for friends they always hated it and i discovered i could do it really quickly and um and now i know it's because of adhd like it's this instant gratification it's an instant change you can do it kind of fast and i could cut in and just it's my husband and i used to we're doing it together one time the very first time we did like in our very first house in 1991 and um he was in the corner and i'd paint, like a wall and I was like, okay so what are you what are you doing what why are you <laughs> he was like well i'm just making sure i get this line straight i was like oh good lord let me just." Oh. so i was like i'm so much faster than he is and you know a lot of times that would mean it's not as good or whatever I'm, there's things i know that to make it there you need to be careful but this was not one i was like mine looks as good as yours and i'm done and you literally have done three square feet i don't understand <laughs> so i discovered you know like I, i'm decent at it okay and so i just started by asking friends and I had a friend who was had been doing it also in our neighborhood, even. So it was a good model for me. I was like, Missy, you've been painting people's interiors. And um she was moving into doing like more creative things because she's a crazy creative intent what I the kind of things I don't have, like making these amazing things. And so she was like, honestly, I'm bored, you know, with the walls. And I was like, I'll do the walls. Can I have your if you have clients, ask for that, let me. So anyway, so I did that for like 10 years, um, Yeah, uh, mostly in the summers when people were like redecorating and just word of mouth friends and stuff. So and then I started kind of doing accent walls like, OK, I can figure out how to do some Harlequins. OK. And, you know, we do that occasionally, some a little more decorative stuff and um, painting on furniture. And then like so many people, chalk paint came about and I was like, hello, <laughs> this is uh, now I can't because I like to my husband used to call me the queen of half. Can I say half A.S.S.? I was yes, I <laughs> people call me a perfectionist now. Like in my job. they're like such a perfectionist. I'm like, wait, I am because I just would always think if it's for me, like for my home, and it mm-hmm. looks good to me, I don't care if there's a thing on the back you can't see it. My mother-in-law, who is a perfectionist, would say, I remember her, she was hanging wallpaper for me one time, and I was like, well, it's great, it's it's fine. And she'd say, no, that line is is kind of tilted this way a little bit, and I was to me, I'm always looking at it like, does it noticeable? Nah, I said nobody'll know, and she said, I'll know. And I remember thinking, all I know is I don't want to spend any more time on it. That's what I know. <laughs> like that's you know, my husband's like, You're the claim half ass. I'm like, Yeah, good enough is a thing. It's sometimes it's good yeah. enough. Turns out not for a business if you you know, people are paying you and you feel like that's not good enough. But True. um so anyway, the chalk paint helped me to you know, you do, you could, didn't have to be a perfectionist and still looked amazing because it's you know porous, you know all the things. So I had painted mm-hmm. our own our kitchen cabinets and so I was so then I was like, I could do this. Like I could charge for this, cause this looks good and I didn't have to prime it. I didn't have to sand it. Cause I always thought no way you can. no. I'm doing this like once to put paint on and then maybe twice and a thing, but I'm not sanding all these nooks and crannies. And so I started doing, I was doing that. So I started painting furniture, taking customs, um, furniture painting and painting people's uh, cabinets and like built-ins, fireplaces and things. At the same time I was growing my online, you know, I'd done the Jennifer Wall when I was in the inner circle so that during that time was when oh, what like six six years ago or five years ago, so I was painting all day in people's homes and then trying to do social media in the middle and at home and about how to break down. <laughs> so so I've been it's been learning from that like I you know you know part of most of the
2: yeah
1: process of sort of like it doesn't matter even if you can do all the things and get them done if you're in a state where if you're in a state where I mean you can't even be in a creative kind of state or a helpful state or a place of joy or peace or anything ever if you're constantly panicking. So that's been a lot of, you know, praying and trying to think I got to be okay with not finishing this because it's not doing any good anyway. Years later, I can go, it doesn't matter. Even if I did get it done, there's, you have to make yourself okay with what you can get done in the day, which I knew that, but I couldn't, I knew it intellectually, but I couldn't like grasp. I was like, no, no, I have to do. So anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so I was doing furniture and then, um, and started a YouTube channel, started making videos, um, and talking to women because it's mostly about that I can't help not, I can't help talking about the things and so the only decision i had to make about the adhd when i started mentioning it I, I, it was more like i would pray about it go is it supposed to be i always pray like shut my mouth if i shouldn't be talking and mm-hmm. open it if i'm supposed to be saying the thing you know so mm-hmm. when it would just come out and i think should i cut this out because then i edit my videos and think let's cut this out people it's painting it's not about adhd but um so it's just deciding what how much to talk about it or not like on purpose you know and mm-hmm. all the things i'm learning or do i just cut it and and it's the answer is always talk about it because women like us in our niche, especially, you know, mostly they are creative. And so of course, I'm not saying everyone has the ADHD, but it's a clinical real disorder. And the more I've learned about it and talked to people, the more I realize how much it's, um, it's, it's almost like it's, a you know, there's it, medical providers, even professional people are telling people and children, women, especially in my age, have been undiagnosed because we could cope with it. We can, what's the word, compensate yeah. for it when you're raising children and you have like structure that's outside of you. So I know my kids are like, I didn't, well, how do you, and I'm like, but then the more you think about it, like, oh yeah, I never could sit still. I was always like, let's go. Church is almost over. It's close enough. Let's go. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I? And it's not about any kind of a spiritual thing. It was because I'm like literally like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, and I just always thought, well, I'm hyper. It's hyper. Guess- that's not really a technical diagnosis. Anyway, so it's very important to me to tell women, it's not your fault. It is in your brain. It's the way your brain is made. And so there's ways we can, we want to work on it. Certainly it's not an excuse, but um, it's the reason. And people are, I went right straight to that. Sorry. I can't help it. It's totally okay. People are, that a lot of times it's causing the anxiety and depression even. Like it's so un, undiagnosed and untreated, even though it's easily treated compared to, you know, depression, anxiety, that the more they know about it, the more you, I'm like, Oh, this is why, because if you're constantly in the back of your mind, there's a little thing going, you're never going to finish it. You're going to look irresponsible again. You know, it's very, it feels very hopeless if you don't even know that's what's going on or that yeah. there's a reason your brain isn't, you know, doing it right. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to stop. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay. At what point? Um, so at what point then,
0: so you're, you're running your business, you're doing all these things and you're doing it well at what point during all of that? Because I know you said when you had your kids at home and everything, it was almost like you didn't realize how much of a problem it was. Because, like you said, you had all those external factors. Mm-hmm. So, at what point did you realize that this was something you were struggling with?
1: Well, um, well, I wasn't running a business until the empty nest. I, I mean, I had jobs, okay. but they were always. in in, in the hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I would take jobs that were flexible that gave me some flexibility. Like, I don't mind working hard. I'll work long. I'll do whatever. But don't make me say like it's every day, nine to five. And I would have told you that I was um, the opposite of free spirit, that I was like, no, I like structure and I'm not creative. And like, and then looking back, going, <laughs> see, people are like, because I don't want to be, you know, because of the Enneagram, like, I don't want to be like irresponsible. I'm not comfortable going, I don't, don't make me do that. I, when I was my most of my adult life, I would hear someone like that and go be respond, grow up. You know, like you have to do stuff you don't want to do. Get over it. This you have a job. If you own a business and you're you can't make it work, go freaking get a job. You know, and and now here I am, like my own business. Because, um, no wait, I just got off. The, I just forgot what I was saying. What'd you ask me? Um. Oh, oh, I had other jobs, so I didn't have my business, and I started. it's coincided with the empty nest when our last baby boy went to college at 18 and went to New York, which we we were all in support of. We helped him, you know, he auditioned and all the things, but it was, and I always like knew, oh, this will be hard, duh. I mean, it's just, it's a shift and all that. But I didn't, I knew that I'd be like, okay, I'm sad, but okay, it's gonna be fine. Yes, go, you're miserable, worm it, (laughs) whatever. But I didn't realize, I'll probably cry now. I've been working on it. This is why I'm in therapy. I didn't realize to what extent I identified because I was proud to, I mean, I did psychological. I mean, I always was, in, been interested in you know emotion, mental health, and all the things, and so I was already aware like this is your identity, and but and I I was okay with it. I wasn't one of those like I'm known for more than Blake's mom. That was my proudest thing. That was what I was okay with that, and I didn't like put myself on hold. I didn't. I mean, once the kids were old enough, once the youngest yeah. was in school and they were in school all day, I was didn't jobs. I was painting. I was doing theater. I, I wasn't like oh I can't do anything because I'm I'm selfish. I'm basically just a selfish, you know. Most of us are not everyone. <laughs> So it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to do what I want. I did that. I did that. Not when they were babies. You know, that was hard. But yeah. um, I didn't realize how much, though, it wasn't just my identity and I'm proud of it. Like, but then it's not your identity anymore. I'm still their mother. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, that's that's done. You've done your job. And, and I knew that. It's not like I didn't know it intellectually. But, again, I was just like, it felt like this abyss <laughs> underneath me, honestly. Like, I don't know. Because I was thinking, because I was relatively young, which I was excited about initially. I was like, we're going to be, so I'm so thankful and grateful that we could have them young. I never assumed that we could, you know that. Um, so we were like 47 when Landon went to college. And I thought, that's awesome. We're going to be young. But in the reality, it was sort of like, I, I pictured myself when I was like, okay, we're settled. We're just going to be home, the empty nest. I think fig- I. I don't know why my math sucks, I guess, obviously too, but <laughs> I pictured in my mind, I was going to be like, I was like 60 or something. I don't know. It, yeah. I just was like, I'm now I'm looking at how many years that of doing what, like I, I mean, I had a business. I didn't think that I needed something to do necessarily. Cause anyway, no. it just at the same time is when, you know, I, and I'd started the business, I had started several businesses up leading up to it. Like a lot of creators do. I like, I, yeah, painted, um, <laughs> I painted um, glassware stuff like with the gold for our daughter's yeah. wedding. And I was like, these are pretty and this isn't hard. And, you know, so I was trying to sell that, like make a business doing, I can't remember, what did I call it? I even had business cards. But then I quickly realized, oh, I can't even charge enough for, you know, two bottles. You know, they're painted <laughs> Enough to make a bit like, yeah, you know, not, not knowing about marketing and like I knew about it. I didn't know how I would do that without it was before. Or you know you didn't use Facebook for that. I started to. There's some photos of it there <laughs> back in 2016 if you wanted to go look. But I was like, oh, I'll make $20 if I sell all these things. That's it's not really worth the time. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so the re- the way I noticed, I realized was because all of a sudden I had this thing kind of drop out. It felt like the dropped out underneath me, and I was looking at, I'm, I mean, I'm Mike's wife, but nobody really needs me. And I'm like, that's cliche. Of course, you know, everyone, woman wants to be wanted and Mike needs someone, a friend did say, well, you know, you have a husband. I was like, of course I do. Of course I, he needs me. But I mean, it's not the same thing because he's a great person. Right. I'm not responsible for yeah. like teaching him and forming him. He'd be annoyed if I did, you know, he'd be I'm like dependent on Thanks. you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, it was very hard because like I said, I think I just picture, well, I'll be tired and ready to do you know something else and God will have something for me. It's fine. But I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I might live another freaking 40 years. I don't want to live 40 years. Honestly, I was like, I don't want to. What am, and what I what I was missing, this is not the ADHD part. I know this is a spiritual thing. But what I was not, what I was leaving out was that God knows. You know, I'd always preach to anybody who would listen and knew, like, he has a plan for the kids and a plan for me. It's not like he was like, oh, crap. Now what? I forgot. <laughs> oh, you'd be this yeah, and I like,
0: forgot Kristen was going to have these years
2: to fill. Like,
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> like he's God. And I just, I was like he's not surprised. He has a plan. So I was thinking, well, yeah, but it's not, it's not as important. Of course it is. But I literally, that was one of those, I've been talking lately about how we can have a thought and not even realize it's not true. We just, we, Mm -hmm. we take it. We're like, we buy it. And we're like, yeah, it's sad. I don't know how to deal with it. Wait a minute. It's not even true. Like how could, how could that be true that God would say, yeah, you've already done the most important thing. So you're just kind of killing time. And that's just a lie straight from the pit, but I, I believed it sort of, I thought that doesn't seem right, but, It was. What's more important than that? A lot of things. You know, God knows. So it's been a shift. It's taken a lot of years. So at the same time, I was struggling with all that. Then I did have a business and I was trying to do all those things and could not. I mean, nobody can do them all anyway. But ADHD, not realizing, literally, if it's not in front of me, my brain throws it out. You know, it's not like it's gone for good, but I have to not realize that's a medical thing, really. Um, And so I couldn't compensate. I didn't realize I'd been compensating my whole life. Like, yes, I can get those things done. Put them in front of me. They're done. Boom. But when I'm the one putting the things in front of me, and then you're also, like, you're in a sad place anyway. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to gonna do this. This is important. I'll make money. i got to make money. we got all these, you know, college tuition and all the things. But I was like, I can't. I, I, one more day. So every day it's like waking up going, I'm going to try again today. I don't know. Maybe I can do it. It's just it's so, um, you know, it's depressing. It's a depressing thought. Like, I I want, I, I can't do it all, but I'm going to try. And then go, hey, Lord, I'm not just going to give up. I'm going to keep. So I started reading about ADHD and when I realized that's so typical for women that age that when your structure is gone that's imposed on you. Yeah. Um, and you're supposed to make your own structure. And it wouldn't happen if I had a job somewhere because I would right. and I would have been like mentally it's healthier, really. So I thought, Kristen, you should be, but I I knew it was what I was supposed to do, like I still do. So, you know, Dion had said, Did you ever think about, hey, I'm not doing this. I should be, I should have somewhere that gives me structure. I'm like, you would think so, because it would be more <laughs> successful. But I mean, it's not even the thought, you know, there's certain things about some things and how some, it's not like just, oh, you're nervous, but like, I just literally, I know not to, especially when we've moved, but um, I forgot what I was saying. It got so quiet when I stopped talking, didn't it? (laughs) That's when I noticed Is when, I mean when I realized like, this is actually a disorder and no wonder, you know, and so I have to find how to work around it. And so then I could not talk about it because I realized I read more about like how women our age you know, you can't compensate anymore because I was trying to run a business without anything like, like for, D, De- I think of like, people like Dion. I mean, she would do it anyway. I'm not saying it's just because she has, because she, she makes her own schedule, but and would do it no matter what, but even if she didn't have any voice, but it does help. Like, you don't realize how much just one kid's something or a, or a family member, which we didn't, you know, we didn't have that either. They're far away. And someone needing you to do something at some point in the day or, you know, when Landon, I thought, well, it won't be that different because he's been a teenager. He's independent. He's not even hardly home, but he was still coming home. There was something like it's midnight. Is he home yet? Not yet. Just that kind of thing. That's just like a human thing for ADHD. You, you have to have it like something yeah. that's going to happen at some time that you're aware of. And so all yeah. that was gone. And I was trying to do this. So did I answer your question? <laughs> I feel like I- yeah, because uh, yeah. I was just Maybe. asking at
0: what point in all of that you realize that the ADHD was something you struggled with.
1: So So I really, actually, I didn't even answer your question after all the talking I did. I mean, it was a couple years. It was, you know, I would say I'm, I mean, I I know I have ADHD, but it's not, that's not what this problem is. It's other things, but it really was. And so um, I think it became when I spent more time, you know, learning about it and then going, what? Like, it's not just my own little problem. It's, you know, um, it's not just that, because I thought. I mean, I knew it was prevalent and all the, some of the problems with it, but I didn't know so many women, my, like literally my age and in my season of life, were struggling with it Yeah, and aren't like as hyper, you know, like, not like a, a compulsive learner. So they don't know that all these women are doing it. When The more I did lives from my channel, it wasn't about ADHD, but women would say, oh yeah, I, I didn't get anything done. I don't know what's wrong with me. I must be done. Like a lot of women saying that. And I was like, oh, 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 I know, I know what it is. It's not you. I mean, it's you, but it's not your fault. It's not yes. because and I started asking like, do you really think that you're dumb? I mean, you know, you're not really dumb or you're not really irresponsible. You're not. You try to be responsible yeah. and yet we're not. There's a reason you don't choose that over and over. Yeah. So I couldn't not. So it's about two, two or three years into the business.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think and I, I can I can understand exactly what you're saying, because even though ADHD is not something I struggle with, um, I can see the difference just in in my productivity and organization, Mm -hmm. the more I have to do, the more Mm -hmm. that's on my plate, the more I'm responsible for, the more organized I'm going to be. When I have those periods of downtime where it's like, well, I can afford, I guess, to goof off for an hour here and there or do this thing over here or not rush through this project. That's actually when I am... And you're it's, miserable. And it's not a matter of, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not a matter of relaxing. It's a matter of, I'm just, that's when I'm the least productive. Mm-hmm. I forget the things I need to do. And, you know, so I can totally see what you're saying, that especially yeah. for someone that's struggling with that specifically. Once you take that structure out, mm-hmm. then it's, it's just. And you're like, right.
1: It's not even an ADHD thing or an, or an ADD thing. It is, it's a human condition kind of, because same thing, like, and people that are good at it, even if they, like, I always wonder, like when women are, say that they didn't have children, or they just always, they had a career anyway,
2: mm-hmm. and then they
1: would say, I'm so busy, I'm at the PTA thing, and I'm at the thing, and when I, myself, when I was just raising kids and didn't even know that I had literal, you know, ADHD, and I would think, you're making yourself busy. I was very judgy about it, kind mm-hmm. not to them, but I would think, you, you're doing that on purpose, because you want to be busy, clearly, because no one's making you do that, but <laughs> I feel like half of those people are people that, even if they don't have ADD, but they, they know that they'll feel that way if they don't have a plan, and now I know why I didn't make them, because I couldn't anyway. It's like, <laughs> I should do that. I didn't. Why didn't I do that? I don't know. But just when I know I didn't have something, or when the bottom, when plans would change when I was doing theater, and you got to where I can't imagine it now, but I need to get back into that, because I do miss it, but it's just, it's, it seems, it feels hard. That every day, I mean, we had rehearsal like five nights a week, and it was like, you know, be there at six o'clock, and it would be till 11, and I loved it. And I didn't mind like five o'clock, I'm like, make sure I'm, did I take a shower? Do I need to bathe? Am I dressed? Do I have my stuff? Like, but then if it was ever canceled or we didn't have it, I remember going, "Oh my gosh, what do I, what do I do?" Which was silly because when we had kids in the home, it was like yeah. you know, I had important things or my home, and I would tell Mike, "What did I ever do at six o'clock? What the heck?" Or if the kids had ball games and it was canceled, I remember feeling this sort of like low-grade, short-term depression. <laughs> like, yeah. what do we, what do we do? Which I mean, it sounds silly, but and so I think it's just a human thing that we just. We want to know what we're gonna have something to do, and then and then if we do, then we don't want to do it. You know, I was always like this would be heaven. So I mean, I tell a friend some moms that I have that are like that have these high power careers, and they're like I would love to be you know home for a day. And I'm like I get it. And I remember thinking that like oh my gosh, I've been here all day. I can't wait to be home. But when it's different when your perspectives shift when you're in my position, like when the kids are gone and you're used to that, I'm like yes. And you're like I want several days. Give me three days. Give me ten days. Give me a week. But when you know like you're sitting there and the rest of your life is this. Yeah. Then it's like this whole different perspective. Like, yes, you want it so badly, but then it's you you have it. And it's the rest of your life, unless, you know, you end up raising I know some women, you know, raising their grandchildren and stuff like that. But I'm like, don't have any reason to think that would probably happen. And there's a whole switch that you have to realize that's a blessing instead of a curse. It just felt it just felt yeah. like I don't know what to do with that much not that much time. It wasn't like, oh, I have to be busy because I really I'm always like, I could read a book, I could do things all day and probably should. And then I would feel, have like a, I'm working on that shift now making my, how much my environment affects me. Cause I was thinking, Oh, that's just because you're distracted. Cause it's right in front of you. But now I know literally I do want the order. I am happier. If I see a place of order, and <laughs> I don't hardly ever yeah. want the order. Cause um, yeah. And so I'm working on that, but I got myself off the track there. How'd I do that? No, um, no. That was about clear making space. Oh no. I, I can't remember now. <laughs> it was about think, looking around my home. The, no, oh, oh, it wasn't like I needed to be busy. And I didn't even want to be one of those women. I was like, I'm not one of those women, like, oh yeah, i got my own business. I'm working all the time. I remember telling people, like, yes, I'm talking about how I'm working 60 hours or 70 hours, and but it's not because I'm trying to fill my time. And it wasn't. It was like, I'm trying to make my business run. But I didn't know even then that if I hadn't had that, I would occasionally think of that, like, okay, Lord, well, thank you for this though, because if it was just who knows how much worse it would be if I literally didn't have anything I had to do. Like if we didn't need to make money, I'd be like, I don't know. I'm, I'm directionless Bad. or something. And yeah. now that I'm sort of like, I, I still you know, want to make that because we still have a kid that's been to college. And it was like 30,000 for like four years. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, and he's got loans, but we have loans in any way. Um, and I have a, a mission very much so, but um, knowing that taking away the anxiety part, like I'm not in a panic anymore, but now I'm like, I don't move it you know i just so that's when the the intentional stuff happens when you have to like you know have the plan and make the little goals and things whatever right right do which okay. oh i know i was i was talking about dion and how oh no i already i did that though i thought you i didn't did. finish my thought but i actually did, what? You did. <laughs> that it is she will i mean even when their last one goes and not like like i said not like i'm gonna she's gonna be like oh no now i can't do my business she will but and she will find a way of course but there's that thing missing when they're like or even because like if they're coming home on the weekend, that's still like, there's a weekend. And I was like, they're not coming home on the weekend. I mean, Christmas, I yeah. it's July. I'm like, there's no, there's nothing. There's no, but that's, I mean, uh, that's the wrong way of thinking. So don't, it's a terrible example, but I'm just to explain. That's where I was. That was my, that's daughter. where you were. Yeah. That's where you there's were. There's nobody coming over unless I say, Hey, somebody come. I don't know. It was just awful. Yeah. So and instead
0: of you, do you build structure into your days? Like with, um, trying to think how to ask that question. Cause I know like with your videos, you create your content for YouTube. You go live on Facebook sometimes. Do you have any kind of a schedule for yourself with that? Do you have certain days that you do different things? Or- no.
1: And I've, I've tried to, and wanted to for a two solid years. Dion is even given me one before. And now I'm realizing, <laughs> Oh, that it needs to be, you know, different. But then I was like, I can't even ask her because she's like, she would be like, I gave you a schedule. Cause that's what I would say. There's that Enneagram thing coming into play where I want to tell myself, freaking fix it make the schedule. Why are you not? Who's involved? Bo- you know, it's me. But all I know is I'll think about it. I'll be like, I have all these notes. And then the next thing I know, someone's saying, where's your schedule and me going, Oh, I, I need to make one last night. I said to somebody, I got to make, ai am going to make a schedule for that. Still no schedule. So, I mean, there, it's because there's not someone I and I can say I need to set it up like an alarm or something because there's not one, someone standing here going, Hey, someone else make it right you. now. And me going, yeah, okay, okay. Right now, like right now I can think when we get off here, I'm going to make the schedule. But I promise you it it'll be out of my head and i'll be like you know i think i also needed to do those things so when do i but the difference is the progress i'm making because of the therapy and the things that i have to stop the whole the spiral of you still haven't done it you're going to have other things to do you'll never get those done you'll never get the thing made of that like that's not helpful so i stop it right there and go i'm not thinking anything further there about what i haven't done what i won't do because that's it's what's the word it's counterproductive anyway it's, yeah. and, it's and then it's, it'll mess not, you up
0: it's not intentional self-sabotage but it is yes. when you're telling when yes. yourself you're not going to do it mm-hmm. then you're not going to do it right
1: and yep. that's what i was going to say is it's only that because i never do um like and so it felt like this um like this spiritual battle this like weapon even though i know we don't have to let that we get to have the authority over it but what would happen i remember in people's homes and i would say this time today i mean it didn't matter what i said i would do like i will I will stay on task and I will, I mean, I did work like the whole time I didn't stop, but yeah. I will stop at five or I will get this far or I will do all the cabinets once before I start this thing. And yeah. I will be all ready and cleaned up before that. And I never did, not one time. And so the next day I would say, I'm going to today. I hear a little voice, but you never do. You never do. Why do you think you can today? I'd be like, that's true, but I'm going to try it. You won't do it. And I mean, it's, it's that kind of that insidious, like, and so I never tell myself I can't. I'm just trying to prepare myself. because, like, And so I'm trying to do things like, you know, imagine it or, right. you know. And like I said, all it takes is someone standing here or something. Like someone like if you'd said, hey, in an hour, can you do this thing? I'd be like, yep, got it. But it's yeah. someone else. It's not my own. Because I can go, yeah, I wrote it down, but I don't know. There's just like yeah. this lack of. I'm about to do, make a video actually on. Um, I'm trying to do one where you sort of personify the brain actions going on. Yeah, and, uh, this one that's so clear to me right here is, um, cause I'm, I'm going to do, I did one or two already from TikTok where I'm like, it's someone else's content. And I totally say, I did not make this up, but I'm just doing it, you know, saying their words and acting it out and I tag them and right. say, this is, this is, but I, my own is going to be like, I've always pictured ever since I heard the word, um, the executive function is like your secretary, you know, the one that like is yeah. supposed to organize your thing and plan and say, you're doing this at nine o'clock or whatever. And so I've always pictured like, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And like, someone's going to be coming to the door and you're going to say, I'm sorry, you don't have an appointment. You know, you'll be back with her. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to have my hair. I'm just going to throw it all over and be like, doing my nails and being like, come on, come on in. She's not doing it. Like, like every idea. That she's just clearly in my head, just, just so clearly. do like, They're like, that's what I picture. Is yeah. that they, she's like, she's out to lunch. She ain't doing her job. <laughs> and I can tell myself all the things you can know, like these things, like, yeah. this is what needs to do. Cause that's the part of the person I've, feel like I am or I expect other people to be like, yeah. get your crap together, like make a list. And then I'm like, what? I've got to do this thing. and I'm going to run over, you know, and, and not realizing that's what I'm doing until later. Then I go, oh, hey, now I'm going to though. Now I am, but you know, you have to have some hope of, of progress. Yeah. But I don't want to end it. I don't want to be like negative about it, but
0: yeah, no, definitely. And progress and life in general. Um, you know, I've been doing this artist's way study um with yes. people in my, in my group and we, it's a spiral. It is, it's constantly, you're always, you might be further along than you've ever been, but when you're going around a mountain, you think about that spiral path mm-hmm. climbing that mountain, you're, you're going to come back to that same view over and over again. And you might be better than you were last time or mm-hmm. higher or farther along than you were the last time, but you're still going to deal with it. So. Mm-hmm.
1: um yeah. And I, you know, I'm taking that Dion's thing, but I'm, I've, I did the first like four and I'm so I'm behind, but I am still, I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. And I love how you're doing it with your group. Um, I want to share, which since you're speaking about that, something that helps because one of those things that keeps us on that thing, it's, I mean, the things you're doing are, you know, you need to do them like they're good things, but we're driven by what we feel like our potential, at least I, this is for me. I mean, it's in a lot of people, but it's not everyone. I'm sure. Like, I was thinking, well, but I keep doing all these things. So it's because I can like someone like, go, oh my gosh, you should do that. And I'm like, I should, I'm going to do like the videos, but this, it feels different to edit people's videos because there's a structure to it. Um, But like, I was thinking I should be, I'll I'll see someone like singing and go, I, I I sing. I mean, that's one of my, I do that better than any of these things I'm doing really. But you still have to be um, um, consistent and I won't be consistent about that either. I'm like, I should be doing that. I should be doing And like Susan, my therapist Skinner, you know, said, and so you can do like half of the things that people are like, you should do this. You can do them. I mean, we can do you know all the things, and it doesn't mean you should. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I know that. Oh, because you can know you shouldn't do this today just because you can. Right. But when you're driven by like, but if I don't, I'm like wasting what I can do. And you feel like it's your potential, and I heard it's Michael Todd. He's this amazing preacher guy, teacher, and he was saying, but you're not. You shouldn't. You don't have to live up to your potential. You live up to your purpose every day, and those can be two different things. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's how you get peace. It's, you have a purpose for the day, though, and it might be to help somebody else. It might be whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And if you, that's what you, is your goal. And that takes away all the should, I should, though, but I can, I can and I should, not necessarily. I lost your sound. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, good. Phone, my husband is traveling and he just called. I didn't, oh. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. That's um, okay. So I wrote that down. I said, when you are fulfilling your purpose, not your potential, you will have peace because he, he used Jesus as an example. I don't know if you want me to let me talk about Jesus. but I'm just saying, you know, he was like he had three years to do like this whole ministry. Like you got to do all the things, all the miracles, do the things, die, all the things. And he still walked. He didn't ever say, let's hurry, let's hurry, let's go. And he was talking about the finding the, the pace of grace. Because he didn't say, you know, he said he had, he was God. I have goosebumps so hard right now. He could have been the Roman emperor. He could have, like, his potential was whatever the heck he wanted because he had all the power of God. So he could have been way more than he was yeah. doing. He was doing the purpose for that day. You know, he wasn't. He was like, because God will have me do this today. I'm going to talk to these people. That yeah. was it. It wasn't. I could do eight thousand miracles. I could fly. I could bring up whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't concerned yeah. about that. And he was like, it's because he was. You know it's, it's what god's purpose and that's that's how you get peace it's not about like you know being more spiritual like oh but my i have my purpose it's a relief it's like a boundary like but this is all you have to do is this purpose right here and um, reminds,
0: yeah what you're saying um, reminds me very much of um shante grant with the best today brand she's actually um by the time this episode airs i believe her episode will have aired because she's going to be talking with me too but that's a lot of what she teaches too is that like just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should mm-hmm. and your best each day is going to be different. Some yeah. days, you know, some days it might be very, very productive. And some days it may be that the best thing for me and for, you know, for my family today is that I just spend time with these people and have these conversations. Mm-hmm. and
1: Without and, you know, worrying. Sorry, interrupt yeah, I interrupted you. I that's no, adding no. on to your sentence, but that's still interrupting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying doing that without worrying about, Oh, but what am I not doing? That's the key I right. think for us that have like but i have this list going and i know this would be great. So it's like if you if you know you're not supposed to, it's like doing not that thing and still being like no, it's the right thing though. I'm not worried about, i'm not feeling guilty about it. I'm not right? Like it's just right. and that, and it's different for all of us every day too. So that's again yeah. where i don't have people that don't have some, you know, guidance that's not themselves. I can't imagine because that's a whole lot of pressure. You better choose yeah. right. <laughs> you know, i'm just yeah. like you can take the pressure off of that if you believe that there's a God that's like, I'm trying to tell you, I'm a counselor for a reason, but it's harder to, to you have to be still to hear that. So that's kind of hard for me, <laughs> but it's a relief. It's like this relief and this, you know, just like a yeah. parent holding your hand when you cross the street, like just go do it on your own. You don't want to, it's, yeah, it's frightening. <laughs> yes. and he's like, I'm right here. I'm trying to show you. I'm gonna take yeah. you across the-. Anyway. So You've done
0: a lot, you know, you've done a lot of research. You figured out what works for you. You figured out what your struggles are. What do you have any one or two pieces of advice specifically for other women who maybe you're dealing with kind of the same thing and sort of trying to figure out, okay, what, what's one thing I can do or what's, you know, just a couple of things that I can do to make this easier for me?
1: Man, I have to think about that. I'm not, Um, I mean, I feel like all I write down is like helpful things and yet, they're, and they apply to everyone, but I can't even think of, I mean, from a business standpoint, cause that's what I'm I mean, I'm not good at that. I know we're not supposed to say like, I'm not a good businesswoman. It's sort of like the manifesting, like, no, I'm good, but truly like not in a derogatory way. I'm not trying to like criticize myself because that doesn't help either. Like, no, quit saying I'm not good at this, but it's not my, my mindset is more, um, I guess, I don't even want to say relational, it's sort of, but it's more like just the nuts and bolts and it's not business, related. And yet I feel like it's important to do the things you need to for your business. I'm not saying that at all. It's, yeah. I don't have good advice for that kind of vision. I don't have a good vision. That's my problem. That's, okay. that's the thing that makes it hard is that I don't, I wouldn't say the most important, I mean, like for me, it's all like, it has to start mentally. So it's still like mental health stuff instead of, you know, be sure you're doing this thing. Like I would, you know, of course there's things like social media and, you know, consistency. I did talk about that in Dion, the trick or thing about no matter what platform you're on, that really, it's the consistency that, because um, you want to go, that's that's what's hard. Well, okay, so maybe it's not every day or whatever. But it just means that over, I'm just saying over a period of time, it doesn't matter how well you do it or how poorly you do it, really, if you keep doing it. I mean, like, I have a couple of friends who did YouTube videos, a YouTube channel that, that wasn't even that good. And I don't mean that in an ugly way. Like, they would say, I don't know what I'm doing. And here <laughs> I am watching going, oh, my gosh, you didn't do the thing. And guess what? Their channel is 8 trillion times bigger than mine because they kept doing it she stopped like other stuff and I, I'd see like, Oh, she put another video. Oh, it's so good. Good for her. You could just tell like head down, doing the thing. Yeah. And just doing the thing. It, it, even if it's not that great, like the content's good, but I mean, it's not like, you know, the, all the. Know things. You mean. and she has AD, ADD too. And she would say, I, I can't even, cause I'd say, let me, I've got some stuff, some information. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. If I know all the information if I'm not doing it. So like implement the things, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that stop trying to learn more. That does apply to some people, but people like us, it does. I'm like, I'm drowning in all the good information and I'm not structuring yeah. to actually do it. So it's not helpful, even though, it, you know, but I was just say from a mental standpoint, it's so important because I still say that's the most important because it doesn't matter what you're doing in your business. The only one that can make it fail is you by stopping, you know, I mean, it's it literally like, instead of feeling like it's this pressure, it's all me, but yeah. the, that's the cool thing. Cause it's like, but it's all you, you don't have to depend on someone else failing you or, just do it. you know, running out of money or whatever. Like if you've decided I'm gonna keep going, you, you you can't lose. It's going to get better. I mean, like, you know, look for better information. If you keep going, you can't do, not making any money or whatever. Or, yeah. But, yeah. but if you, if you give up, so it's very much to me, it's just your mental health is yeah even more important than what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So it's like the,
1: the old cliche
0: where there's a will, there's a way mm-hmm. and that is true. And sometimes it's just figuring out what the way is. Exactly. Yeah. And I would and imagine there's a lot of trial and error in
1: that. Mm-hmm. And not to give up while you're looking for the way. Because I still don't have the way either for a successful business, really. But I have to decide every day I'm not going to give up. I'm not quitting. Not giving up. I'm not going to quit. And, you know, if it means I have to do something else, you know, for people. I know I have the luxury of not, if I don't make money like that day, that's okay. It's not it's not good. But it's not, you know, I, I realize I'm not supporting myself. So, you know, that's a different luxury. But I would say if, if that was the case, I would be, I did make more consistently when I did feel very, very, like it is of the essence, like I need to make money today. Then I wasn't like talking to people and I would have said, I don't have time. To, I can't, damn, I've got because it drove me to do it more. It's more like as I'm trying to relax about those things, because I was, would have lost my mind. Um, so would you
0: say that it was when you were able to prioritize, maybe when you knew that the priority was making money, it was easier yes. to do the things that were well, that, that happen.
1: Well, it still is. For me, it hasn't changed because I, I still, I'm always telling people like, yes, it's about helping people, but I can help people without a business. I don't have to have a business to do that. Sure. I have a business because I need, want to make money. And I need to make yeah. money. So um, helping people makes it, um, we didn't talk about rela- relating to people and being authentic is what makes it meaningful because it makes it meaningful to other people. Um, and not just you, because even though I'm, I'll defend to the, not To the death. That's so a little much. You know, making money is the thing. Like, I don't make stuff to people say, Oh, don't you want to keep that piece of art? I'm like, No, I want to sell it because that's why I made it. Like, not why. Right. I, mean, I get that it needs to be something that you enjoy and like it's got to flow sometimes and things. But I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to keep it. No, because I, I could pay it on my own if I wanted. It's a business for a reason. But it will have more meaning than it is. I mean, it's a cycle. I mean, like a, a circle. Yeah. If you know it's like it's important to somebody else, it made a difference, then of course, then you want to do it more and better. Um yeah. and I don't remember where I was going with that in the first place, but that was important anyway. <laughs> that it, yeah. it's, you know, if you it's meaningful, then um and it's a cycle that like then you should probably you'll be more successful making more money because you'll be fulfilling something besides the money. But um, like I said, I can do other things. It doesn't have to be <laughs> this. But that's what makes it that's why talking about those things, it just sort of it's like leaving out a What's it's a business expression Um, when you're like leaving money on the table. That's it. It's like leaving sort of money on the table. If that's kind of crass, but if you're not sharing something that you know people will relate to, yeah, because you'll draw. You need an audience to sell things. Period. Even if it's an audience like a in person, but and you'll get an audience because people are drawn to people that they can relate to. I mean, just period. So if you're trying to look perfect, you're just shooting yourself in the foot because people don't relate to that. It might draw them to you because of something that looks good or something, but yeah. Think about the minute someone that you think is amazing says, Oh my gosh, I'm I have this or I'm dyslexic or so anything, we're like, Oh my gosh. And then you're a fan because you're like that that's real right there and I can relate to it. And then you're looking for ways that things they've learned that can help you. So I mean the yeah. So that's how it's it's I mean like I, I know it's easy for me to decide because I didn't really decide it. Like I couldn't not say, Well, I have AD, so this is a problem but if, even if i if i had to decide it, i would decide to do it because and that's even before i knew it would help people it was just more like i it's it's what i answer is why this thing is happening but now i'm like oh my gosh please tell somebody it feels yeah. like it. that's why my merch wait it's wrong side My i'm just trying to show you the little add there it is right there that it says adhd adhd awareness I've i was like it. i'm not leaving that off because this is like funny but it's more about like look, no, I, I'm serious. Like, I want you to yeah. know about it. It's a thing. It's not a, yeah. you know, it's just an excuse or a funny, like nah. people are suffering with it. Like suffering. Yeah. It, it's just because they think they're alone and that there's nothing they can do. Sort of.
0: Yeah. You guys, Kristen is wearing a shirt right now that says, did you wait? Did you say wait for the paint to dry? And, then, <laughs> 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 and it's super cute. And I, I'm I like, I, love it's it.
1: helpful for art in some ways. Obviously it's not in others. Like a lot of times, I mean, I try to have more wisdom the older I get. A lot of times I'll think, Probably should have been a little more patient there, Kristen like, this would have been easier. But for, especially for intuitive art and like, you know, abstract things, it's helped, I don't have to overcome that. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, what, I don't know. Before we're even done talking about it, it's all on there. Like, I don't know, we'll see. And then I'm like, well, we'll paint over it, whatever. But some things I know don't work that way. But it's from, um, it's because I was doing a painting and intuitive and it was Greta. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but. Yeah. She said, apparently I said, well, I know I said it because I had the video and I made a YouTube video from it, but I apparently said, I should stop and let this dry and I will, but I'm also going to paint right now. <laughs> I didn't realize I'd said that, and then I looked at the comments and she said, that's hilarious. You put that on a t-shirt. And I said, put what on a t-shirt. And she wrote it again. She said, you just said, I'm going to wait for the paint to dry, but I'm also going to paint now. <laughs> I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'll wait, but I'm. But not now. Wait no. I'm gonna wait now. Yeah. Was, Eventually, I'm gonna wait.
0: But I'm not yeah. gonna wait
1: you now. I was like, I really, literally meant both of those things. Like, it, I should and I will, but maybe wherever I can keep from touching. But right now, I'm still gonna paint. I don't know. So <laughs> I tried to make that a sure, but it's a little harder to make it read right. And so I thought that was another good one. Like when people are like oh, are yeah, you wait for this to dry, like and I'm always like, <laughs> that would be yeah. a good idea. But <laughs> unless I'm tight, like doing something else. But if I'm gonna be painting, I can't. I'm like, I, so I'm working on impulse control. Cause it's a thing as well. Like the ADHD brain really does have a, it's yeah. called something else fancy, but I'm working on that. Like, how about you don't follow the impulse? And I'm like, well, that's hard. I'll try.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that's, that's hard for everybody. So I can imagine that it would be that much worse.
1: With yeah. The,
0: um, that it is.
1: I mean, just with anything, if there's a, you know, like, a, like, okay, here's an example of like, that will gross you out. But now again, I didn't realize it was ADHD. I just thought I'm so weird and so gross, you know? So it's, it's preferable when you know there's a thing because you can still say that's weird and gross, but I can't help it or something. Or, like, that's where my mm-hmm. instinct comes from. I used to, when we would go to, like, to like mazios, we used to do, when the kids were little, like, a pizza buffet, like, you know, mazios mm-hmm. or something. I don't think mazios are in And sometimes if people had left and they, because when it's, like, an all-you-can-eat thing like that, a lot of times people have a plate and they haven't touched it because they just got it and they like, didn't eat it. I literally would want to go grab the food and eat it. <laughs> and I did before. I did. I'm not even going to say I wanted to. I totally did. My kids are like, what are you doing? Like, they didn't eat off of it. That would be gross. Because I saw it, and thought I got it. It's perfectly good. And that's, I love that stuff. I mean, which, I mean, now at least, maybe because I'm old, I don't know. But I'm like, I could no, gross. But if nothing else, because I don't want them to think I'm gross. But, but it's time. I'm telling you. And that was just like, 15 years ago, it wasn't like. <laughs> and it's because like, there's this impulse like, gotta eat it. And so I'd be like doing it. I'm like, but, but I'm obviously there's a limit because if it was I like, had been eaten on, I, I wouldn't have touched it. I was always like, no nobody's eating it. It has, that's I know that that's gross. That's gross. That's like a five-year-old. So um, working on that. I, I don't go to restaurants that often. So, and I don't take the food <laughs> off the plates there. It's not a buffet thing. But like I'm just being honest. That's just like a like hello. Control the first impulse. That's what <laughs> you're a grown up. Oh, uh, it's hard. That's funny. It's
0: hard. Well, so to wrap up every episode, I always do some rapid fire questions. So you guys oh,
1: Let me get a drink. Just yeah. got a Pepsi. I'm ready. <laughs> no, I am
0: ready. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, first question: what is your favorite snack food?
1: Ooh, okay. It's supposed to be rapid fire. Um, I'm gonna say, well, sweet or salty. Favorite. Because it's totally different. Ah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say uh, chocolate cookies, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Yeah, Favorite yeah. movie. That's impossible. Um, well, I mean, it is because there's like an old one. There's the man from snowy river okay. is um, an old one that probably most people haven't even heard of, but I love it. But, um, uh, Oh, um, West side story would be one. It's I'm so on. old.
0: Yes. That's a good um, one. And there's
1: movies I love that are modern, but I can't even think of one right now. So that's going to have to do. Hey, it'll work. Okay. Um, favorite book? Again, *A Wrinkle in Time*. And that's an old one too. I mean, I read so many books. Anything by um, Kristen? What's her last name? Anyway. Hannah. Well, Dean Koontz. I love Dean Koontz books, okay. but I wouldn't call any one of them like a favorite because it's it's not as meaningful. But yes, Kristen Hannah. Any book by her? Any book by Dean Koontz? Which is gotcha. totally technically kind of horror, but it's just suspense. And yeah. it's kind of a Christian. I'm just saying it's not like an evil anyway, but a wrinkle in time for like all time favorite book. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, Okay. So now these are a little
0: less rapid fire, but are you watching anything fun on TV right now or streaming or anything?
1: Yes. We always, that's what it's not retire. I keep thinking retirement. Like no, Kristen, you guys are not retired and you're not that old, but it feels like being an empty nest and then moving across the country. Kind of, I just, we have like, I'm like, oh, now I get wild couples. They're like, cause we like, we watch our shows. What I always thought we'll play tennis together. We'll find some, no, no. We're like, I don't want to go anywhere. me neither. Let's just, we'll watch justify like whatever. So we stream <laughs> things all the time. The one we're watching now is not like the best, the best one. I have to say the ones that were some of my favorites were things like Downton Abbey, which sounds like cliche but it's so good. Is it was it? Just so yeah. good. It was one of those that I thought, ew, boring. What's the, you know, I wouldn't be that type. But it was just—it's just lovely, and um, several of those BBC ones. But recent ones, just whatever you've heard that's like really popular, we loved it and watched it. Like like Game of Thrones, all those, and then modern ones. We—we literally like we're running out of. It's embarrassing. We've run out of Netflix shows and things almost that aren't. Like there's still some that are really dumb and bad that we haven't. I'm like, okay, can we not? If I feel dumber when I after I've watched it, like depressed and even dumber, then we're it to a point. But that said we'll watch about anything else though so right now it's justified and it's totally it's an old one it was on like fx or something mm-hmm. in like 2015 I'll and um, that I'm not familiar it's enjoyable. well i'm not like i mean i'm not not recommending it but it's, i wouldn't say oh my gosh watch it it's just yeah, yeah. It's, good it's good writing it's good right that's the one thing and like it could be a dumb premise or you know but it has to be kind of decent acting if the acting's so bad that i'm just like really but I, I just can't when you can, do, when you don't believe them at all, you can tell they're like, yes. I'm acting now, I can't, I can't. Yeah. And when the the writing is so dumb, I've been, this is from someone who's, we watched all the young adult, like we watched what, Blue Blood, not Blue Blood, True Blood, vampires. We watched all the vampire movies. So I'm, not, I'm not like intellectual highbrow at all. <laughs> watch things that were embarrassed. Like, this is embarrassing. These are all teenagers in this. That's okay. If the writing is good, I will watch <laughs> yeah. it. I, I just yeah. like, if the writing, you know, like when someone says something, you're like, oh, wow, that was great. Uh, Whereas if they just say, you know, I don't like it. Me either. You're stupid. Then I'm like, okay. Even I can't. We can't. We can't do it. (laughs) Anything else, pretty much. So I really can't. Whatever. Oh, oh. You know what though? I just thought of a favorite. Absolute favorite. Um, Outlander. I've read all the books. Uh, Okay. I've watched that that too. If you've not watched that on the TVs, Mm -hmm. you should do it because I'm like, I just like, can this please just go on and on and never, never end? Can you guys make more of it? Just make up more stuff after the. Make Books up. are done because <laughs> that would be, but we watched that years ago. So we're done, but it's amazing. yeah.
0: Um, So my last question is always just if time, money, resources, if none of that was of any consequence, where would you go tomorrow?
1: Ooh, I mean, I want to say Bora Bora. <laughs> I've okay. always wanted to go one of those tropical places with the huts, like in the middle of this crystal water. Yeah. And I, the thought that always came after that was always, I didn't realize it until later. I thought is like how expensive that would be. Like, I, even if I have that money, I'm not spending, it's gotta be thousands and thousands every day. You know, it's got, and I'm always like, yep. I could, so if there was no object, I'd be like, I'll do that. And ride <laughs> horses on, on the beach there. I would go. Oh, yeah. And I would ride horses uh, on the beach in Bora Bora. Yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> There you go. Or TV to eat cool. any of those, one of those places. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Very cool.
0: Kristen, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me today. This has been so much fun. You're
1: welcome. Yeah, it has been. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hard people. That's what I wanted to explain. I wanted to make that distinction too, because I didn't think I was an introvert for forever too. But when you, when you are an introvert and you think you're not because you talk a lot, you're just going to think you're weird and that's not helpful for anybody you know I'd be like what is wrong with me why don't i want to go to lunch with my friend i love her i love eating i love her i don't want to go and so and i am like it's not an introvert because they don't like people and this just not it's not true so yeah. like i mean people it's common knowledge probably now but although you're probably still surprised people that don't if that's not their bent to like watch things and hear about things they don't know they don't know what you don't know what you don't know the introverts actually you know you can love people But it's just if it if it's mentally exhausting. And like I know if I didn't ever do that, it's not like I'm like, I wish I never talked to anybody. No, I would be miserable. Yeah. But it's just it makes me like nervous. And I think a lot of that again is the ADHD, not realizing that I always know I'm gonna talk more than I want to. Yeah. And I hate it. Like I don't I mean it's an interview, but you know what I mean? I don't want to do it. I always wish I'm always like, Lord, couldn't you maybe someone that's like, yep, I talk all the time, just deal with it. Because then I wouldn't have the angst about it. But I'm like, I I don't want to do it. I wanna be the person that just sits and listens. Yeah, and I never do, and so that's hard. <laughs> that's why, but that's why it's exhausting. You know, it's not because, like, because I yeah. want to talk to you and. Oh, I know. I love people, and I'm just like, but I, I gotta, I gotta think. I can't, I yeah. can't. Like, and like, well, then just shut up. Well, I can't. Yeah. I always, I yeah. Always the big people, thing
0: um, we talk about it a lot in my house too, because we've we've got a pretty mixed bag in my family of introverts and extroverts, and it's like it's it's about where the energy comes from. It's about what. Does does being with people give you energy Mm -hmm. or does it use up your energy? Like, that's that's what the question is. It's not about how much you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband is an introvert. So, you know, he it takes a lot of energy for him to, like, go and do things with people. He may love it once he gets there and love every minute of it. But then he's going to be exhausted when he gets home and he needs a day or two to kind of deflate before he has to do it again. Whereas. I'm just the opposite. If I can spend an entire day with people that I love, it's going to give me energy so that I can like hit the ground running the next day. Uh If I have to work by myself for four or five days in a row, Uh I'm going to be drained. I need people to give me energy.
1: Yep. And I want to be that way because I thought that I was, and then I thought that's, (laughs) I was like, well, I mean, I must be an extrovert because you know, I talk when I'm with people, I like want to talk to all the people and I want to tell them all the things and I'm like, I don't even know, how do you stop talking to one person and talk to another? Literally, I remember asking my friend that. Just like 10 years ago, I was like, here's what stresses me out, I think. Like, I can see them looking at me and like, they want to talk. I'm like, no, I'll talk, but I'm, then I'm rude to this person. How do-? Literally, I don't know. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, not make one person feel unimportant because I, want- I can't talk to both of you. I'm not a grown-up, I guess. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to do it. Um, but I want to tell them all the things, but, not- but only because I'm there, and then I can't not tell them. And so, I can't remember what I was saying but this kind of thing right here. See, I'm like, I don't know. I have talked your ear off, but then I don't know what I was saying. That's annoying. So, um, Oh, the energy. Yeah. So I thought once I realized that's what I am, then that it gives you, it makes you give yourself some grace, like, because it's, it's exhausting even though it can be enjoyable, but it's still exhausting. But that's why my first thought was like, Oh no. Cause I remember I was like, I need to go see a therapist. This was years ago before I actually was like, why my best friend texting me saying, Hey, let's go to lunch. Does my heart, pl- I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then I'm like instantly going, what is wrong with you? You know, and that's the kind of thought that's not helpful. So right. I'm trying to cut that out. So it helps if you can just be like, it's, it's not that it's, you know, there's a reason what, what could that be? I'm like, cause I was, I'm doing, I'm finally, and that's the other thing you're always trying to do what you haven't done yet. And so it feels like there's a time issue. Like, but I was gonna, so the older I get, the more I'm trying to go, you wouldn't have gotten it done anyway. That's what I'm telling myself now. It's not like it was magically if everything would have been done tonight. I used to tell myself that I think like, but I was going to get that done. No, you're not. No, yeah. you're not. So I may as well, cause people are what matter more than anything. So that's what my, that's a, what's the word? A disconnect because yeah, like, I think I'd rather just be alone. Just like, I just want to be alone. Let me get the things done. But if I were alone, you know, I didn't have anyone that meant anything to me. I would be like, I may as well die. Like, you know, people are more important than anything. Um, and I want to be with them. And yet it's just, I'll be, it's exhausting to, to do it and and i think that's why phone calls make me so nervous like it's so sudden it's like but i I can't stop and think wait 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 i don't really want to say that or that's too much you can't do that you have to respond and i'm like i don't don't know i want to write it down or you know something so for anybody that might that listens that um is like that if they have age if they have the the hyperactivity part and like people have always said you talk a lot i mean i'm assuming there's somebody it's not just me (laughs) like it doesn't mean because I always say, it's not that I want to. I mean, I have something I want to tell you, and it's impulsive, and so I can't not tell you. Yeah. But then later I hate myself because I'm like, I didn't mean to make you listen to all that. Yeah. And um, so.
0: Thank you for being here today. This was a lot of
1: fun. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Danielle. I love your podcast. I think you're doing an amazing job. And your little voice is so, um, I want to say adorable. I don't want that to sound like condescending, like an, oh, adorable. It's like, ador- <laughs> it's like this really cute, kind-sounding voice. And, you know, that's. Well, thank you. It's, yeah, it's like, I heard your voice. and I was like, listen to how sweet she sounds. It's, it's <laughs> very pleasant. So that's, Well, thank you. It's a good thing. You're welcome.
0: That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week and we will chat again soon.